Hey everybody, welcome back. It's been a while since I've talked about interviews, so I wanna do like an interviews 101 type episode. And I wanna talk about the organization that you need, the, the automation you may need. I wanna go through my pre-interview checklist again and also talk about um, a little bit uh, in terms of how to structure an interview and how to speak with your guests as well as how to address your listeners while you're doing your interview. You know, just thinking about the various types of information that a podcast host requires uh, to do an interview may make a lot of people just shy away from doing an interview format, um, but it still continues to be one of the most popular formats out there for podcasts. So if that describes you or you're concerned, you're worried about all the, the work that goes into it, I want you to keep listening. Because um, once you know about some of the tips and the tricks that podcast hosts are using to make this easier, you may want to include interviews in your mix of what you're doing, okay? So one of the things you can do is automate <clears throat> automate the guest interview process as much as possible. And that can help you prepare for your recording. Um, some of the resources that I've seen people use that co to collect key bits of information uh, as they're signing up guests to be on their podcast are things like Google Forms, Typeform, Jotform, those types of services where you can create a form the guests can fill in. Uh, you utilize these forums and maybe build them into your website so you can send people to your press kit and there's a forum and all that sort of stuff. Um, one of the things that helps in general too is that a lot of the popular scheduling apps or scheduling services like Acuity, Calendly, uh, I use Schedule Once. And once you've chosen how to collect the data, get people scheduled, this can make it easier, but you know, you have to collect the right information. So let's talk about some of the information you might want to get from guests before you book them. Um, when you're preparing for the interview, you might want things like the correct spelling of the guest name, the name of their business, their website URL, their bio, things like that. You want to get their headshot, okay? Any other additional images you might want to use in your social media uh, templates and things like that. Um, you want to find out what topics they want to talk about, talking points, interview questions, things like that. Um, links for listeners that may connect directly to uh, a particular um, bonus or offer that your guest might have. Anything they want to promote, stuff like that. And using a form like this to accept the information keeps you or your team or anyone from having to track down emails in your list and realizing at the last minute as you're getting ready to go on this interview that something's missing. Having a form, having a checklist, things like that makes it a lot easier to guarantee that you have everything you need. Um, and then the added bonus for your team is that it's all in one place. Okay, it's easy for them to find the information, easy for you to find the information and be prepared. Um, <clears throat> so let's talk through my pre-interview checklist. Uh, just to reiterate, we've talked about it before, but to make sure you know what you should be doing before, during, and after a podcast episode. So before you book the interview, you definitely want to do your research. Uh, if this is you or if this is a team member, at least go to their website. Go to the guest website, read their about page. If they have a press kit, read that. Uh, if they have a book, try to read a couple chapters if there's something available online. Find something about them that you have in common, okay, or that resonates with you that you can ask them about. Something maybe they don't get asked all the time. 
Um, I mentioned using a scheduling app to book the interview using forums. That's that's really helpful as well. Now, about a week before the interview, I like to send guests an email that includes potential interview questions. Okay, this allows the guest to prepare a little bit to feel more comfortable. Um, it also helps you think about the interview before you hit record. And you want to definitely include in this email as well the meeting information, the Zoom call, the Riverside login, whatever you have, confirm the date and time so that you avoid any uncertainty of what will happen um, at the scheduled time. Now, you also want to tell them how to turn off notifications on their computer, how to reduce noises where they're around, how to remove distractions, what type of headphones or earbuds or podcast microphone they're going to use or, or should use. Um, prepare them so that you prevent noise and echo and sound bleed and all those types of things that might mess up the recording. <clears throat> um, I also like to tell guests that they can to you know think about their Wi-Fi. Think about the internet that they're going to be on. Can they reset their router? Can they make sure no one else is streaming while they're recording so that you can improve the bandwidth and make sure that there aren't any interruptions or issues during the recording? I also like to go through as well, like I said, you know, what service are we going to be using? How is it going to work step by step? How do they get in, whether it's Zoom or Riverside or, or whatever, um, whether you'd like them to record on their end, uh, a local recording using QuickTime, just prepare them for how you want to do it. So now we've gotten to the interview. Now, before we even get into it, I want you to think about the interview as a conversation. I like to make my listeners feel like they're there with me. So one of the things I do is I picture my guest and I as if we were out at dinner in a restaurant and my guest was sitting across from me, but my listeners are sitting at the table next to me. So I use words like we, we're going to talk today to, even if you recorded it ahead of time, um, when you're introducing the guest, you know, we're going to talk today with blah, blah, blah. And I'm going to ask them about this. Uh, and, and I hope you're going to enjoy it. Not say like, oh, last week I recorded this and they're not really here right now and you listeners aren't here with me. <clears throat> so you're using terms like we, we'd like to know, could you tell us, um, could you tell the listeners, could you tell the people that are here with me uh, your story? Could you help us understand things like that, that, that make the listener feel more included? And when I get ready for the interview, I start out with some chit chat, okay? Um, five to 10 minutes of getting to know the guest, asking about their day, asking what's exciting them recently, um, just trying to make the guest feel more comfortable and warmed up. Uh, I always remember to ask them to say their name out loud, and I repeat it back to them because <clears throat> this is the most common mistake that I hear hosts make is they mispronounce the guest's name, they record the interview later or the intro later, and they forget how the name was said, and they mispronounce it, and it's just, it's kind of embarrassing. Um, so the next thing you want to do is I like to wait to actually start my recording on Zoom or Riverside until we're ready and we've done our chit chat. So I don't include that. Um, I leave some silence in between so that I can get rid of any noise or use my noise reduction plugins and identify where the interview is starting. Um, the thing I would recommend too is during the interview, don't record your intro or your ads or anything like that while the guest is sitting there okay waiting unless you're doing this live and you got to do it anyway 
don't make the guest guest wait through the intro. Like I said, record that separately, but but do it in a way that makes it sound like it was part of it. Um, you want them to feel comfortable. If they're having to wait while you read their bio and a long bio, it just increases nerves. Um, and time is valuable too. You, you don't want to make people wait. Now, if something happens, something strange happens, uh, if a guest wants to start the answer over, you know, just go with the flow. You can edit a podcast, right? Reassure the guest that it's totally fine to correct things. You can go back at the end of the interview and say, hey, was there anything you said that you'd like to say again or would you like to change or whatever? Um, go ahead and do that. It's not a big deal. Then once you finish the interview, take time to debrief. Um like I said, you know, check if they want to say anything again, check if there's any information they need to give you or clarify, um, make sure you've got the, the information that they wanted to include in terms of websites and things like that. And you've got the information correct. Um, and also maybe give them an idea of when the interview might be airing the episode that they're going to be in. Um, so that that's really helpful. And then what I like to do as well, I like to see from podcast host is when they, you know, the day or two before the episode is going to air, sending the guest an email saying, hey, here's the episode. Uh, you're welcome to listen to it. Uh, send them a sample of it or uh, let them know when it's going to come out. Maybe even send them sample social media posts. If you've created graphic templates for social media that have their image in them, that can be helpful as well. Um, and it makes people feel much better. So I hope that this was helpful for you today to, to get a good idea of what I recommend in terms of interviews and how you should do them and how you should prepare for them. Um, feel free to take any of these ideas and use them to help your interview process go better. Uh, I will urge you to do interviews, but also remember that listeners connect most with you. So don't get into the habit of only doing interviews on your podcast. If your podcast is about promoting your business or finding you client leads and things like that, you do need to continue to do content that promotes you, that um, builds a relationship with directly between you and the listener and establishes the trust with the listener, establishes your expertise and authority. So I will be back next week. I'm going to share a little bit of information about a bunch of uh, the different types of podcasts are out there and, and how we categorize them and explain a little bit about them. Um, until then, I would love for you to share this episode with anyone you think it would help. I would love for you to rate and review this podcast that really helps future listeners understand what is the benefit of this podcast and how they will be helped by it. And until next week, I will see you then.